When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Welcome to News from the Krabby Coffee Shop with your host, Don McLean, from Jason and Alexis in the Morning on My Talk 1071, Garage Logic's newsman, Mr. FYI, John Height, and the crabbiest guy in the coffee shop, Kenny Olson. Hi, Don McLean. Hi. Hi, John Height. John wasn't even hi, here last Kenny. week. Why are you saying hi to me first? Uh, ladies first. <laughs> okay. Traditional. John, hello. Hi, Kenny. Ross. Hi, Don. Hi, Ross. Hi. Hey, I'm Ross. <laughs> yes, wow. and that is perfect, Ross, because that, John, is the name of the sitcom uh, that is now in the works. Don and I are creating a sitcom based solely on Ross. Working title, hi, I'm Ross. No, nice. There's really nothing to it other than following him around. Yeah, that's <laughs> all it, it is. Would it be hysterical? <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. my gosh. Yeah. People would eat that up. <laughs> Absolutely. That's a ratings winner right there. And what what did we decide as far as talking to the camera a la The Office? Are we doing that or not? Absolutely. And yeah. I want to be the interviewer. Yeah. yeah. Off camera. Yeah. So if you're a TV exec looking upstairs, uh, looking down in New Mexico. Hi. How you doing down there, Stan? Uh, you should call us because this is, this is going to be a hit. Yeah. We want to be the friends. We want to be the friends. I don't want to do any work other than just interview him. Right. And I, all I want to do is uh, endorse checks. Just send me the checks. That's all. Yeah. I'll write the theme song. How about that? Oh, yeah. Sounds good. <laughs> we oh. will be before or after Twin Cities Live or somewhere between one of the 34 episodes of King of Queens on 45. <laughs> oh, gosh, on 45. Oh, oh. Yeah. No, no. Um, what? what's the cable channel we own uh that hbi owns oh reels yeah reels? can't we throw it on reels so yeah. you can get national um national exposure yeah, yeah because you're good enough for reels yeah thank you yeah. you are and it's so real not like a real the way it's spelled but the real, real reels. reels right <laughs> so uh less than an hour ago i tweeted on the uh, crabby account Big show coming up today. No idea what we're going to talk about. <laughs> Since <true>. then, <laughs> yeah, there are a few stories we came across, a couple of good ones, and John, you have the first one. Uh, this one involves a bus driver. If you take the bus, uh, bus, you'll be interested in this, a commercial bus driver in the uh, Bridgeport, Boston area in Massachusetts has now been charged with 38 counts of reckless endangerment after blacking out behind the steering wheel because he was snacking on gummies that he says he didn't know were infused with THC. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> oh, no. Oh. Now, <laughs> wait a Chen. second, John. Yes. Somebody at the station, certainly not me because I don't know, um, but somebody at the station told me you got to be really careful with those things and maybe just start with one or no. half of one and, and maybe uh, after a week or two work your way up to two. Um, yeah. So, thirty-eight. Oh. Yeah. So wait, wait, wait. Thirty-eight counts or thirty-eight counts, gummies? Yes. Oh, okay. Thirty-eight oh. counts because of the passengers. But yeah. the the line Don, while snacking on gummies. <laughs> so you know, it's like when you open up a bag of M and M's. Sometimes three exactly. go in. Sometimes yeah. one. Yeah. <laughs> His name is Jinhua Chen, and uh, he was driving thirty-eight passengers. Uh, and these were all casino folks. They were uh, going from the Mohican Sun Casino <laughs> when he stopped the bus on the side of Interstate 95 in Stratford. Police say they then found Chen slumped unconscious in the driver's seat. So he pulled over. Oh, thank you. And he you. went to sleep. 
He had an open package of Smokies, edibles, cannabis-infused fruit chews beside him. Toxicology test showed Chen had a high level of THC. Chen told Judge Needy Moses that he had no idea that he'd been snacking on anything but regular candy. Chen said, I didn't know it was marijuana. I didn't know. But, Judge wait, wait. Yes? Uh-huh. He said that through a Chinese interpreter. Interpreter, yes. So that explains a lot. I, I think I believe the guy. But, uh, well, the other part of the story, though, that I don't know about that, he'd been driving for that company for 10 years. Yeah. So he doesn't speak any English yet in Boston? Oh, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. I'm not sure people in, in Boston court? speak English. Yeah, that's a good point. Yeah, that's one of the more irritating <laughs> accents on the planet, isn't it? <laughs> he uh, has an exemplary record, according to the company he works for. Uh, he doesn't drink, he doesn't smoke, but he has a sweet tooth, and he likes candy. He said, I don't think this ever would have happened a couple of years ago, but now you know... There's marijuana everywhere. Here's the so. deal. We know bus bus drivers are the most detail-oriented, pedantic, pain-in-the-ass, know-it-alls. <laughs> oh, my God. My super, dad was a bus driver. Super, super <laughs> safe, always coming to a complete stop, doing all that. There's no way he did this on purpose. No way. Yeah, probably not. Huh? So he said, basically, I did not know. What was the phrase again? He said uh, he thought they were accused to eating a bag of candy. That's all he okay. thought. He, Hold yeah, on just I, a second. Yeah. I've got something here. I did not know that the gummies were marijuana laced. I did not know, Judge. I'm sorry. What the hell just happened? <laughs> Translator. Yeah, I have a, an app that has every language on the... Well, it's now interpreting you, um, so I have to turn it off. It's called Say Hi. It cost me about 10 bucks, but it has every language. And then okay. you can change it from like Chinese to English, English okay, to... Okay, 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 wait, 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 wait. What? Ross and Dawn, turn off your microphones. Dawn, in the loudest, angriest voice you can uh, say, um, muster... Say F you, but but say the real world <laughs> word. Just blast it in there so it sounds angry. Okay, make Hold sure on, I have to change it from English to Chinese, Chinese now. Yeah. And I'm you want Chinese? I'm still going to have to edit that out. I, no, come on. No, you won't. I want that in every single language on the planet. That's what well, I want. Hold on. What do I you want, want learn, Chinese? Like, Don, yeah, China, let's start with Chinese. You know, Don... Um, uh, Joe Souchere knows every county. He can name every county in Minnesota. I want to be able to say that in every language on on the planet. Okay, hold on. <laughs> All right, here we go. Okay, turn the mics off. I don't want to hear you say it. In, in. Ross looks very concerned at this point. His brow is shaking, shaking his, head. his head. No, yeah. this is not playing in Ross's world. It's never going to happen. You're you have to air. stop. You have to stop talking. Don says because it's oh. picking your voices oh. up. Oh. Oh, so okay. in three, two, one, silence. Three. When my hand goes up, your mouths go shut. In three, <laughs> two, one. <laughs> That's really easy to read people's lips. Okay. Play, did Did you get it? Yeah, I did. Hold on, okay. just a second. Uh, okay. It's just I have to stop it from translating. Stop. Okay, hold on. I mean, if we play this, is it going to be okay? This is Mandarin. Oh, shoot. Now it's, it's just in... Oh, hold on. Hold on. Okay. Hold on. Here we go. Yeah. Now that was okay. Hold on. Here we go. Hold on. Let me just do... Oh, for the love of God. Anyway, okay. you heard it a little bit there. Why would you need that? Uh, is that something you paid for? Or is that a free app? It is. I paid $10 for it. I need it really? because I'm very curious about languages. I'm trying to learn Japanese right now. Japanese? That's got to be one of the toughest. I know, but I watch so many Japanese shows. I'm like, I really love the way this sounds, and I'm so interested in well all asian cultures and i was like which one should i pick i can't decide because they're all very different <laughs> so it's not like just knowing japanese that you 
you automatic they're completely different like korean is completely different cantonese you know so the closest two closest are chinese and japanese because japanese they use kanji which are the characters that look like it's just a symbol for an entire word yeah so you have um parts of japanese you have three different types of things going on in japanese so they have like they use chinese kanji and then they use hiragana and kata Ghana, I think that's what it's called. So it's like three different things in one. <laughs> now I can look at things. I can go, okay, that is, at least I know that's kanji and I know that's ing. So it's like eating. So I'm learning little by little. There's no time limit on this. You know what I'm saying? I was just doing it for Campbell, me. This is I didn't a- know you spoke Cantonese. <laughs> Zang. <laughs> I don't know what that's any a, that's is. Oh, that's from Wayne's World. Wayne's World. It's from Wayne's World. I <laughs> yeah. do know that reference. Uh, is anyway, there ever... I don't want to get us derailed too much. No, no it's too. It's way too late for that. Okay. Um, <laughs> is there ever a point during a 24-hour period where your brain actually shuts off and you're still awake? <laughs> Ooh, well, when that's she, why I have to take sleeping pills. When she has 38 gummies. Oh, my gosh. Oh, no, that would be... Uh, gummies, I think, would be a disaster for me. Yeah. I think yeah. that was a, I think that was uh, circling back. I think that was a mistake. This is a maybe a bad comparison. Yeah. But remember when we had the semi driver, the gasoline tanker, who wound up on thirty five W during sure. the protest, and it turned out to be oh. a road should have been blocked off, and it wasn't, and he got right. on and kept driving. And oh I think God. at the end of the day, I, I think they ended up John throwing that out largely. Exactly, this, he, this, he was not charged. Yeah, oh. this seems pretty similar to that, just on the limited knowledge that. Here's the deal, we have. Ross. That guy's a personal friend of John's. Well, I'm not personal friend, but I knew him. Yeah, through another job. I felt so bad for him. Yeah, they. Everybody claimed that was like the world's nicest guy. Yeah, I watched very, that. Very uh, nice I watched guy. that happen live. Uh, why yeah. would you bring up the protest, Ross? I'm just you really brought me down. I'm trying now. to draw a comparison. I'm so Kenny, sorry. Kenny all of a sudden went, mm-hmm. My favorite part of that story, though, the bus driver uh, story and the gummies, uh, he worked for a bus company, um, and the manager is uh, of the company Go-Go Sun Tours. Go-Go Sun Tours. I think mm-hmm. that's an awesome, awesome name. Where did this take place? The, Boston. Uh, this was Boston. In the Boston. Oh, area. that's right. We talked about uh, Boston. Sorry. By the oh. way, it was probably also a family business, I think, because that guy's name was Jiwan Chen. Yeah. The manager of Gogo Sun is Victor Chen. So Yeah, now Victor is not a Chinese name. I know that for sure. No. Right? Yeah. Jiwan is though, I'm assuming. Jiwan. Mr. FYI though, isn't Chen is wouldn't that be similar to like Johnson or Anderson in Smith English or, or American? Sure. American. I, I don't know, but yes, it seems very American. Common. American. <laughs> in American? You mean English? <laughs> well, I, I started with English, and then I said, or American. American. <laughs> That's great. Uh, Dawn, I've got bad news for you. Okay. You've been doing it wrong, Uh-oh. and uh, I'm here to teach you the correct position to pee. Oh. TikTok doctor. Boy, that's a, a really a, a, another <laughs> level of greatness, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, he got a, his he got his certificate yeah. from MySpace University. It's a her, Teresa Irwin. Oh, she whoops. shares her top health tips with her followers on social media. Now she's turned her attention to going to the loo, saying that some people may be doing it wrong. Um, she says that over the years, she's noticed that patients' health issues are often linked to lack of an education on how to treat their bodies. She calls herself a uh, vaginacologist. <laughs> mm. Okay. That's what Ross calls himself, too, ladies, in oh, case uh, yeah. you're looking. <laughs> and she says that women have been peeing the wrong way, and she's taking it upon herself to educate people. Um, let me fast forward here. Dawn visibly frustrated and is a- and exasperated right now. Firstly, avoid bladder irritants. Replace them with bladder-friendly foods. Coffee, carbonated beverages, artificial sweeteners, and alcohol. Known culprits to irritating your bladder. 
So one easy behavioral change is to limit your consumption of bladder irritants. Dawn does not drink coffee. I don't know about carbonated beverages. No, I drink that stuff every day. I drink something called Zevia, which is okay. stevia, oh. which is a fake sweetener, but it's really good in this. It's not. It doesn't take like taste like fake sugar. But it's an artificial sweetener, right? It sure is. And here's a great opportunity for Zevia to endorse this podcast. <laughs> I know they've endorsed the Lori and Julia. Uh, portion of the state fair before, so I would like to introduce myself as a big Zevia drinker. Thank I love you. how you you slipped into your announcer voice there. <laughs> yes. Oh yeah, hi, I'm Don McLean. And ignore for everything Zevia. you just heard. Yes, uh, I'm not saying you you have to get rid of all these drinks. I still drink my morning coffee, but the key is moderation and balancing with hydra- uh, hydration. She says that. Kegel. Is it Kegel or Kegel? Yeah, Kegel exercises. That's squeezing your... Uh, God's pocket shut, yeah. Also have effective toilet time. A healthy amount for women to pee (laughs) is about four to seven times a day. Okay. That's a lot. Uh, Well, yeah, I do that after the shows. Yeah. Because I don't have time. Right. So I go five hours. She addresses that. That's number one. If you wait too long to go to the restroom, you can unintentionally train your brain to ignore the bladder signals to help you know when you need to go. Uh, Three, take your time and sit in the right position. Evidently, and I didn't know this. um, Oh, it should take a full minute to pee. Uh, a minute might not seem like a long time, but when I tell people to do this, it can seem like an eternity. Many women do not take the time to fully empty their bladders. When you feel uh, in a rush to pee, it can cause you to have forceful streams, which will put pressure on the surrounding muscles. I've seen you leave during a commercial break. What are they, anywhere from three to four minutes? Oh, no. Ab- uh, no, two Two because minutes. I have an endorsement commercial always oh, from right. someone else that I have to run, and then I set my timer. Right. And it feels... Yeah, it feels stressful. So it's like, well, not going to do it here. Right. But when you do, it's you go in there and get it over with as soon as possible. Yeah, there's a countdown on my phone. <laughs> it sucks. So this is where we'd like to have more commercials because then it would allow me to go to the bathroom. So, Zevia, help us out. I love that voice. That's so funny. <laughs> Many women are taught to pee by sitting straight up on the toilet. That causes some urine to stay in the bladder. That's gross. I didn't want to ever have to read those two <laughs> words on, uh, on the air. The most popular position to prevent this issue I call the cowboy position. <laughs> you simply lean forward to put your elbows above your kneecaps. And then keep up with your uh, exercises. Your pel- I'm not going to read that K word Kegel. again. Oh, she said it. Darn it. Is this right? I'm coming out with a new soft drink called Kegel. <laughs> if we don't get that sponsorship. Your pelvic floor muscles line the interior. Okay, that's all stuff I don't need to know sure. about. Sure. Yeah. Do you all guys right. remember the squatty potty? Remember that one? Yeah. That what was for that? men and women for yeah. when they, they went uh, number one. You like elevated number your two. feet, or sorry, number two. Sorry, yeah, number I make two. a makeshift one every time. Yep, I take two books. And you I put elevate my feet on them. Your feet. Kenny's leaving the show. By the way, he just took his headphones off. Let's, do, I, let's I, not talk about this one. Okay. Oh, for the okay. Well, it but exists. It just makes me wonder who thinks of this stuff, and we talk about this now as if it's groundbreaking. Yeah. People have lived for thousands of years. That's without what they say about the squatty things. potty is that they used to squat down in the field. And so that's the position that you're because then it's Okay, just, so I'm wrong. You're right. Oh, okay. Thank you. What the hell? Why do you think you're wrong? People have done this for thousands of years and that's what they're all about. They're like the correct way our bodies are supposed to do this is in this position because then it isn't bent. Oh, the Ross Think Ross of a meant water the opposite, slide. The Just take credit. He did? Ross. Yeah, yeah he I'll take credit for it. Take credit, oh. Ross. Thank you. Um, John, you were probably working in radio, and I can't remember the name of the product, but uh, I know our radio station, we had a ton of them. They were, um, when these were invented, maybe 10 years ago at the most, this little funnel thing that women would use so they could stand up and pee. Oh, yeah. What's that called? The Go know. Girl. Go yeah, the go girl. Go girl. Okay, okay, wait a second. 
how come you knew that? Why did you why <laughs> did you have that answer uh, so ready? I was informed that this existed by <laughs> another male friend who had a much more crude name for it. And that, <gasps> oh. that is where I learned of it. And I am not going to say the name on this podcast because family members listen. Don, uh, when they came out. I thought that my mom's listening. Were you working in radio when these came out? Because yeah. these were everywhere yeah, they sent around. Them to us. <laughs> yeah. They're like, try this at your next concert. And I think Lori and Julia did a couple of segments on it, too, yeah. and might have tried it out. But, um, you know, there's got to be, it can't totally be air sealed tight, right? I, well, I mean, I guess if you really. And uh, another question <laughs> you know, I've been using funnels my whole life. And w- when you use a funnel for for oil and right? gas, right? Yeah. So I got a funnel in the top of a gas tank. I've got a five gallon can in my hand. <laughs> I'm pouring it in there. The funnel portion fills up, yeah. and if you don't control the input, the it flow. spills. Oh, it sure. spills over. Hmm. So wouldn't you potentially be making a bigger mess? I don't know. I guess you just really need to get a good seal on the top of the funnel. Right. Just like if it's like a suction cup. Right. <laughs> I, uh, I have two questions about this entire conversation. I have nothing to do really with what okay. we're talking about. Sure. Sort yeah. of. But uh, Kenny, you were amazed four to seven times a day. You don't pee four to seven times a day? I don't think so. Really? I know I do. Easily. You're not old enough, Kenny, because that's, you know, that's seven a nice times? for me. Seven really? Easily. Easily. I, 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 Drink coffee a lot. I drink more coffee than I drink water. Huh. Interesting. I drink more Zevia than I drink water. (laughs) You didn't say that in the right voice. Say that in the right voice. I drink more Zevia than I do water. (laughs) There you go. Thank you. And the other thing was, Ross, uh, I've never heard anybody put the emphasis on groundbreaking. The way you said it. Oh, said, he's like an English ground, guy. Groundbreaking. Did ground I even say groundbreaking? I did. You went groundbreaking. <laughs> wow, that's I've never heard that. Anyway, that's. Uh, that's I, love, I, I love it. That. I love it. Have we exhausted that? that uh... Yeah, the topic that you refused to talk about that you brought up. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Let's, uh, let's um, do something to work on getting our clean rating back. Oh, my Lord. Just one more. Do, do the three of you always wash your hands after going to the bathroom? Every time. I'm horrified do, when I see people that don't. Do, do, you, pee, do you actually pee right on your hands as you're, as you're going pee? <laughs> no, but it's a good time, Kenny, to just reset. You know, you've been in there. There's There are poop particles floating in the bathroom. Wash your hands. It's not that difficult. Okay, um, should we go down this one or not? That restroom at the end of the hallway there, the one that has all the blue porcelain in. Oh, from it's the, so beautiful. Love that bathroom. It's like from the 50s in our in building the men, In the men's room, there's there's a whole bunch of urinals. I don't know, a, half a dozen. And then three stalls. And the stalls have the normal walls and doors on them. Good. It's not like paper Who mache? walks in there? Who walks in there, though, Don? And sits down in the middle stall. There, those people are asshats. What the uh, hell with the middle that, stall? No, no, no. You you go on the end one and the end one. The the th- middle one should never be touched. I won't even. As a matter of fact, if I just have to use the urinal and I walk in there and I see legs, I yeah. see feet, I turn on tail and get the hell out. Yeah. I can't stand being in there while while that's happening. <laughs> yeah, I totally and get it. Sometimes. Um, if that urge strikes strikes me at work, I'd just go home. What was your Kevin James story? <laughs> the bathroom, the men's room um, by uh, FM 107 back there. Um, when you're at the urinal, your back is to the door. Yes. So you can't see who's coming in. And, um, and every single time I hear that door open, uh, I always would used to say the same thing. You're not going to poop, are you? <laughs> Uh, and a guy started laughing and I didn't recognize his voice. And no. uh, when I was done, I turned around. It was Kevin James standing there. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, no. He probably wrote it into one of his shows. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Because there's nothing worse than standing there and somebody comes in and then closes the door. 
and, and it starts getting funky. I, yeah. No. Can yeah. you just wait one minute? Oh just my wait gosh. till I'm out of here. I'm a firm believer that office etiquette is you don't you don't go number two at work unless you absolutely no, emergency. have to. Emergency. Yep. Yeah. Absolutely have yeah. to. Yeah. yeah. John? That's a private activity. <laughs> John, how you doing, I was buddy? Staying out of, I was <laughs> Remember five <laughs> minutes ago when Kenny was like, we're not talking about that? Yep. And he put up a number yep. two signal to us. Yeah. Like he couldn't even say it. And I'm like, all right. There is a reason. <laughs> and now here think, he is. I think maybe there is a reason Kenny did that. I think we're thinking of the same reason, Kenny, right? Is a certain is person who Uncle doesn't Joe? want to hear about <gasps> yeah. it. He, he well, hates no, this kind uh, of talk. Uncle, Uncle Dan. Oh, he hates it too? Oh, now you tell me. Damn it. <laughs> well, you said you didn't I really want to. you knew that. You said you oh. didn't really want to do this podcast, so maybe you just God. wrote your ticket yeah, out of here. Yeah, there you go, yeah. All right, let's change the subject. Don, I think you have this Quickly. story. Yeah. yeah, you sent this to me. 25 creepiest things kids have said <laughs> that sent a shiver down our spine. And um, I read these. I read some of them. They are disturbing. I love it. It's just great. I think this is proof that there's um, there's ghosts. Oh, ghosts, that people reincarnate? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So the first one is, I was hiking alone in the woods with my son, who was seven. It was eerie quiet. Out of nowhere, he says, the woods demand a sacrifice. <laughs> okay, an adult saying that or a teenager would oh, be funny. funny. No, he's but seven. Seven. <laughs> Oh, God. Oh, my gosh. No, and is, is the parent the sacrifice? I don't know. Yeah, oh. exactly. Oh, okay. Um, this one is from Rebecca. She says, I had just bought my kid a white stuffed bunny. His response, when I was your dad, I got you one just like this. Then you didn't see me anymore. anymore. He's named after my dad, who I didn't see for 12 years after he gave me the bunny. We talked when I was 14. He died the next year. So she actually got this bunny she gave to her kid is the bunny that her dad gave to her. And, and the, the kid said, when I was creepy. your dad, I got you yeah. one like so, this. Then you didn't see me anymore. The kid is reincarnated. Yeah. The dad. Or the dad is, yeah. Talking yeah. through the kid. Yeah. Okay. Oh, that Ooh. is not right. Okay. Uh, the next one, uh, daughter was seven. She woke me up crying. I go check on her and her and her and her. Her and yeah. him, maybe? I read this one and was confused okay. by uh, it. I, I go and check in her on her and her hand. Her hand is stretched out in front of her like someone's leading her. All the while, she's crying, no, no, I don't want to go. I don't want to go to the basement. We lived in an apartment, bottom floor. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah, what is it about the age seven? Well, I can tell you from being at the wacky school of metaphysics for a couple of years, they say that we are we choose to come down here on earth, that yeah. we're spirits up in heaven. We know what we're doing. We know the purpose of why we're coming down and what we're going to learn. And we get further and further away from that message after the age of seven. Hmm. So you just sort of like... That really? starts to drop. That's why little kids can see ghosts and especially so babies. It's, so it's are like, we already dead? Uh, sure. I, in maybe another dimension. Interesting. You know, I like the idea of time folding. Oh, without a doubt. That but it's I really, have a future self really... that is observing. Maybe we're the ghosts. Maybe there's some people in another dimension that right now think that we're, they hear us and they go, what was that? Right. Yeah. Yep. And they're the ones that are living. John, how are those gummies treating you, buddy? I was just going to say, how many gummies have you guys taken today? <laughs> One of my favorite moments of this pod was Kenny was talking about time travel. And he was reading oh a story. God, right. And the way he read it was just awesome because you could tell... You could tell it was the old method of maybe you had pre-read it, but I'm guessing you probably didn't. So you're no, I, I, I not only did I pre-read, I, I read it a dozen times. Okay, so you get to a part of the story and you're like, and time depends on where you are. Are yes, <laughs> yeah, and there is no difference between the past, the present, and the future. 
Oh, oh my gosh. Fluid. Don't get me it, down that road again. It yeah. was just the way you read it. Meanwhile, I'm thinking, yeah, the time is whatever time zone you're in, Kenny. That's the time. Time <laughs> is on my side. <laughs> I remember he brought this up to me during, oh, God. Uh, John just got out of his guitar. See, yeah. <laughs> You can really get you can really get drawn into this. I mean, I've I wasted know. hours. I love and, the and idea. This, this is a big part. Well, this is the theory of relativity, isn't it? It has to do with time. I was hoping I could get John to do a little bit of Hootie and the Blowfish. I didn't know what he was going to do. Oh, good. More singing. Yes. What's the Why next? Why you punish me? Um, number four. Number four, Don? Oh, sure. Um, uh, we're still doing that. Okay, number four. My cousin was two at the park, pointed to the top of a tree and said, there was a man crying. She put her hands out to catch his tears. Later, I looked up the history of the park, and a man had hung himself in the tree. We showed her the picture of the man, I'm assuming alive, and she cried and said, man in tree crying. Oh, Yikes. Oh. So she saw that. She saw the guy crying. All of these are eerie. Very eerie. Very. I choose <laughs> that, that one made me tingle a bit. Yes. You know? oh. uh, well, number five isn't much better. Yeah, babysitting that ended with backyard marshmallow roast. One kid didn't want to get near the fire. I asked if it scared him. Yeah, the bad man set fire that burned me and my mom, and then I woke up here. Oh. Ooh. <laughs> um. See what I'm saying? Yeah. And time and dimension and travel. Yeah. And reincarnation. Uh, number six. <laughs> I just I, I love number six. Yes. Nine-year-old daughter to me after touring an open house of an older home. We can't live here. Why? People died here. Well, in older homes, that sometimes happens. They're still here. <laughs> <laughs> That's a little Don McLean right there, isn't that? Is. <laughs> yeah. I called the spirits in my closet Frankenstein, Dracula, and somebody else I don't know. <laughs> so the invisible friends that I had as a really, really tiny kid, do you think that they? I really did see them? Yeah. Yeah. Because my family still to this day makes fun of my two invisible friends, Kane and Lala. Who I had long conversations with every single day. Oh my God. Yeah. Lala. Um. Somebody write that down. Kane and Lala. We're <laughs> yeah. gonna have to bring that up again. Was, uh, on was Lala, show. Female? Lala female? Lala uh, female? No, I don't. I don't. Both, you know, they I, were both neutral. You, you don't know. Yeah. They were both them. What's that? They used yeah. the pronouns yeah. they them. Yeah. 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 They were they them. Kane and Lala, like Cain and Abel. Could Uh-oh. be. That's the one you know. don't want to have a, as a friend. Kane. Which one got? Yeah, which <laughs> one got, got killed by yeah, Kane? By Kane, yeah. So maybe Lala was the other brother or sister. Yeah, that we never knew about. We better look. That's up in Genesis, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, the only Kane I know is the brother of the Undertaker. Oh yeah, that's right. <laughs> no, <boy>. WWE. <laughs> number seven, number or eight. F. Never mind them. Um, okay. Or F. Um, <laughs> number nine. No. Okay. He's here, Kane. By God. <laughs> Ooh, number number eleven. I'm just ignoring Ross. <laughs> oh gosh. Okay. Um, number eleven. Five-year-old can't sleep. When I close my eyes is when the shadows come. Me. You mean the dark? Five-year-old. No, the shadows. They're always there. When you blink, the darkness is in the shadows, and you know that they're never really gone. What? <laughs> That's That one's so complex, I it can't is. even be creeped out by yeah, it. Yeah, let me read it again. No, the shadows. They're always there. When you blink, the darkness is the shadows, and you know they are never really gone if you'd like to sponsor this podcast this is where your commercial would be my favorite flavor of zevia is creamy root beer i travel from work a lot my son likes to see my hotel room via facetime one night when i when he was four he asks me who is the little boy in your room, Mommy? I asked him what he meant. He said there was a little boy standing right behind me. 
Yeah. Oh. Okay. Oh, God. That's not cool. Um, 14 is not cool either. You want to hear? Yeah, very okay. alarming. Woke up in the dead of night in total darkness. Thought someone had called for me, but all was quiet. Didn't notice that my three-year-old had crept in and was standing directly beside my bed until he whispered into my ear, I used to have a train set when I was a grandpa. Yeah. That, nope. 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 <laughs> nope. That's when you put the kid out. Yeah. You're sleeping in the shed tonight. Yeah, that's when you close the door tight. My daughter used to knock on my door in the morning because she used to sleepwalk, and we yeah. had to sort of like yeah. try to manage that. So, right. you know, I didn't leave the door open. So she would knock and she'd go, she'd go, no peace, no peace. Because I always taught her to say please after everything, like no yeah. please. So right. I would no. oh, wake up to no peace, no peace. <laughs> <laughs> she wanted me to open that damn door at 5 a.m. Uh, number 17? 17. I woke up to three-year-old kid, number four, petting my head. She, I asked what she needed, and she said, I wish I had a piece of you that I could carry with me all the time, like your finger. Um, haven't slept soundly since. Yeah, no, that's locked the bedroom door. <laughs> yeah, oh boy. Um, 19? 19. My wife has twin cousins, and one day, driving past a community college building when the twins were five, one of them points to it and says, hey... There's the place where I died before I came a, became a twin. Apparently, the building had been a hospital yeah. once upon a time. Mm. See, yeah. No, this isn't a coincidence that we're seeing so many of these. Yeah, yeah. I do believe in yeah. reincarnation. Uh, now, I like number 21 because you know the parents coached him on this one. This, this 21 is a sign that this kid has awesome parents. <laughs> I was at an amusement park when a random kid said, people taste better when they squirm. To his parents, but looking at me, needless to say, I left. Yeah, yeah that's the that's the best practical joke you can ever play on a stranger. Oh, God. Oh. Uh, let's see, 24. Oh, 24. Ooh. Okay, 24. Mom. Okay, mom I used to work for showed up bawling because her then three-year-old says from the back seat, Mr. Nevitt said, hi. Mr. Nevitt was the mom's deceased dad. He passed when she was a high, a high schooler, at least five to seven years before he was born. Yeah. Mr. Nevitt mm. says, hi. Okay. I really, this is the first time I've ever heard this theory uh, that kids are sent here to do on a mission. Or No, no, no. Mm. What, what was it? They know, they decide to go to earth. Yeah. To do a mission, but then they forget. It's like, I, why all, did I? Yeah. yeah. Why did I come into this room and, and you forget about it? Yeah. That that we're all. I mean, this is definitely a woo-woo idea. It's a metaphysical idea that yeah. all, we're all souls and we reincarnate. And when we go back up, they're like, "All right, what'd you learn, or whatever?" Or maybe yeah. it's your first time down. You have an agreement with your soul group of people. Like we have all been in a different lifetime before. Yeah. And that we are in just in different forms. Like I was once Ross's dad or he was once my cousin or something like that or my teacher. And so we all have an agreement of what we're going to learn in the lifetime. And we reincarnate as a soul group. And it's just the same group. You're in the same groups. Wow. You think you might meet somebody new, but actually you were, um, yeah. you know, one of their servants in right. the Middle Ages or something like right. that. I like the idea that you know why you're coming down and you choose your suffering because it's going to teach you something and you choose your parents. That explains why John oh. is so willing to die when <laughs> when things go south here, when the, the bomb is dropped. Or oh, there's sure, a, he doesn't want to survive. He's like, I'm ready to move on to the next life. Yeah, a cloud of nuclear uh, whatever floating your way. He's just going to grab a brewski and go sit it out on yeah. on the front porch because you know. It's, no, it's just laziness. That's the only reason <laughs> it's got nothing else to do with it. DK. Uh, DK Mag's full service shop, firearm shop up in New Brighton. One of uh, and on the web, excuse me, at DKMags.com. 
Responsible firearm owners always lock up the guns, and DK Mags has everything you need, every variety of lock to keep those firearms safe and inaccessible or inoperable to those who shouldn't touch them. It is the law, after all. Uh, DK Mags, they also purchase unwanted firearms from individuals or estates, so if you're thinking about thinning the collection, keep that in mind. Give them a call. Uh, They also offer storage options if you need that. DK Mags is at 443 Old 8 in New Brighton. Wonderful staff, great selection, fair prices. But also, feel free if you're in the area, stop by Monticello Pond and Gun, 1219 Highway 25 in Monticello. A lot of tools, electronics, crazy, unusual items, all the stuff you'd find at a uh, pawn shop, plus firearms too. Again, they're in Monticello. That's Monticello Pond and Gun and DKMags.com. What were we going to do? Oh. Well, I, I do briefly want to point out that Mr. Nevitt says hi. That airs yeah. tonight at 6.30 after. Hi, I'm Ross. <laughs> I'm Ross. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. The, uh, um, you know, to, uh, to back Ross up, let me back Ross up. Chen, going back to that story, yeah. is yeah, the, the fourth time. most common surname in the world. Wow. So he is correct, Ross. Really? Said. And and the uh, Chan, like Charlie Chan, mm-hmm. uh, and Chun are variations of the name and came from Chin originally. Oh. So you're correct, Ross. You well, are correct, Sorry, Ross. I, was, I was working on something. What did you say? You're correct about Chen. Oh, great. Thank you. I don't think he was working on something. He just wanted to hear it again. Oh, jeez. I'm so naive. I'm so vain. (laughs) Speaking of TV shows and hi, I'm Ross, uh, I'm wondering if Ross would be a good candidate for this TV show that you're going to start watching tonight, Don. He he absolutely is not. No? He is the opposite of this kind of person. I think I can be bad, but I don't think I'm as brutal as these, uh, I don't know what you would call this group of people. Do you have that clip uh, uh, ready to go? I do, yep. Let's listen to the clip and then talk about it. Snowflake, a young person who's considered overly emotional. Easily offended. You guys, this is not okay. And dramatic. This is the worst thing that's ever happened to me in my whole life. There's a heap of young adults who can't even unload a dishwasher, let alone hold down a job. And these 10 Snowflakes families have reached their breaking point. So they've tricked their giant babies into traveling far, far away to make them grow the hell up. Now, me and Matt, who survived off the land our whole lives, are going to take these kids back to basics. Feels borderline abusive. Ah! We're actually nice guys. No, you're not. All right, so it's called Snowflake Mountain. It takes 10 Gen Zers who are spoiled and forces them to grow up and learn survival skills by putting them in the mountains to compete for $50,000. Netflix defines the term snowflake as someone who is overly emotional, easily offended, and dramatic. Um, So these Cadults, as they call them, (laughs) (laughs) refuse to grow up and get a job and just live off their parents. Um, So their parents signed it up, signed them up for the competition, but they think they're going to a luxury resort for a party. Oh, they were tricked by their parents in hopes of pushing them to grow up. Um, One of the contestants afterward has said it humbled me for a fact. It made me feel more prepared for any situation. You could stick me in the wilderness right now, and I've got you. Really? Yeah. That's one contestant. Yeah. So what are the other nine saying? Oh, Um, they're suing their parents. Yeah. I mean, they signed a release probably to do anything because the TV show doesn't want to get sued. This is a Netflix show. You can watch it now. So Snowflake Mountain is the name of it. This is a great idea. The two oh. guys that are running it, they're young also, but they are like our kind of people. Yeah. <laughs> One of them yeah. like used to, he was like in a bomb unit, used to defuse bombs in the military. Oh, good So Lord. he's a badass, and the other yeah. one is as well. So, yeah. you know. Um, it, and it's for what, gener- what are we calling, millennials? Gen Z. Gen Z. And what age is that? So teens into your 20s. Probably. I think my son's a Gen Zer. He's 22. He would volunteer for this. Yeah, but it sounds But whatever the length of time, like six weeks, he would go, no, let's do six months to a year. He would be down with <laughs> Me it. Me too. I love that show called Alone. 
Yeah, in which about, they just dump people off, and then right. the person who lasts the long lasts the longest wins, and they yeah. don't have anything but their own cameras. Right. That's a great show. What is and that then, History Channel? Yeah, something yeah. like that. And then there's Naked and Afraid, which there, there's there's not enough naked, and there's too much afraid. <laughs> I mean, let's just be honest. Um, but yeah, those those shows uh, inter- interest me, I guess. Um, but I would hope that there's going to be a lot of breakdowns, right? And I can't yeah. do this, and somebody come please rescue me, and I'm a spoiled brat, and now I'm, right? Is that? I'm I'm assuming yes, that's what it's going to be, yeah. John, at your uh, ripe old age, how, how long do you think you'd last? Not very long, not very long. And it's not, you know what, it, it doesn't even interest me, even a little. Oh, watching <laughs> it doesn't. Not You don't no. want to see the kids suffer? I don't know. Oh, really? I don't. I, I think I would. I think it would be delightful to see them. Uh, <laughs> Are you suffer. just that nice, John? I, it just. I don't know if it's because I'm nice. It just. I don't have any interest in it. Mm. R- R- Ross, how I, long? You know you... what? I hate reality shows in general. The premise so. interests yeah. me, but I know it will be doctored to a degree. So oh, that sure. always that always kind of bugs me. I did chuckle the most at the one that sounded like James Corden. In oh the my in the gosh, preview, kind of looks like <laughs> this too. is the most awful thing that has ever. Oh, that's on like a Valley Girl, but you know what I was saying. <laughs> yeah, yeah the British the, one. Is he the one that did that segment with Tom Cruise? Oh, you weren't you there when we watched this, John? I don't uh, Tom think so. Cruise did a really long segment with. Is James Corden the one that sings in taxi cabs yes. and cars? Okay, yeah, yeah, it's with that guy, where he took him up flying. First, he took him up in an oh. old World War II fighter plane, like a, a P-51, if that's the thing, and then took him up in a real jet. And uh, Cruz is a pilot, and he's a really good pilot. Yeah. And, Don, it was a really, really funny, good segment. Yeah. When, James Corden is brilliant. I mean, he's in his 40s. Yeah. But he's he's a great—he was a English comedian before we ever got a hold of him and very famous. So Yeah. And you and I kind of feel the same way about Cruz, but I think I like him just based on his driving and flying skills. Oh. He can really flat out drive a car. I mean, he is a good driver. Yeah, yeah. Uh, if you and can now, separate the whole Scientology from the guy, yeah. Isn't that amazing that someone that, um, what's the word, um, would it be gregarious, um, fun, interesting, captivating— could be involved in Scientology? What the hell? Well, I think that if... Well, I don't want to get in trouble. <laughs> we don't need him standing outside of HBI <laughs> no. or harassing Dawn. Or do we? Or do we? <laughs> Maybe that's what this podcast needs, is a really good protest. As long as I have a Zevia in my hand outside, I'll be fine. <laughs> uh, we could go after the Catholics. We could try that. <laughs> well, I'm one of them, so knock it off. And so is Joe. Uh, the Lutherans so are an easy I. mark. How come you guys don't sing during the hymnal time? Come on. Let me hear Joyful noise. Oh Let's gosh. go. Uh, we oh. could make fun of my religion where dancing was a sin. Oh, uh, sure. Yeah. So, I mean, I guess there's a lot of religions we could go after if we wanted oh, to protest. Oh, yeah. So I feel like... Um, they have made him when you're that confident in yourself and you've been brainwashed by your religion to be basically the the living christ of scientology on earth i mean that's basically what the, how they treat him he, he has a team of people he has no outside influence to distract him and right. they're like you can't do anything if you just tell yourself you can through the power of scientology because that's basically, if you watch Leah Remini's show yeah. about um, Scientology, that's what it is. Um, but he doesn't get any feedback that's bad. It's all good. Everything you just said sounds appealing to me. Yeah, maybe we should join. That's what <laughs> yeah, I'm saying. Maybe. I'm like, well, I mean, if I could walk into any weird meeting uh, that I have with a boss or something yeah. and just feel like everything's going to be okay because I'm Don McLean. I mean, John, <laughs> to put it in perspective for our generation, it's like being Elvis. You just got people yeah. all around you. Yeah. Yeah. You just so stand next out. week, this is the Scientology Hour. Is that what you're saying? Yeah. We're, sw- we're switching over. Oh, Let's yeah. get L. some Rodham pamphlets yeah. done up. And, uh, pamphlets, the, yeah, yes. the whole deal. Yeah. <laughs> Collection plate. Oh. 
I don't know what made me think of this, but do you guys ever get letters from your local Jehovah's Witness church? We just talked about that at my home yesterday. Did you? Because my boyfriend gets them, and they're an old lady who writes it in her old lady handwriting. Yes, they're handwritten. Yeah, they're very. They're very terrible. Yeah, they're handwritten. I when I was living in um, Action Valley, as I like to call it, Apple Valley. When I first moved in, they sent me Hi, they Ross. sent me one. Yeah. And then I'm at a newer residence now, and I already got one. Different person, handwritten, welcome Ross, to the area. Ross, when you move into a new place, you go knock on all the doors and meet your neighbors. <laughs> I, I picture you doing that. Hi, I'm Ross. I actually don't. This would surprise you. When I'm not in my normal environment, I do try and avoid people. You do. I, I, I do. Yeah. No, yeah. I, honestly, I, I do. If yeah, I, welcome to radio. Wh- once I get to know you, I love you. But if I don't know you, I just prefer that we don't know each other. Yeah. Until we do, and then whatever. Then yeah. I'll talk you. Then I'll off. decide and judge yeah. whether or not I like you. <laughs> maybe you should join so that maybe you can find yourself a gal. Or two. Oh, no, that's a different religion. That's, oh, no, yeah, it's, that's, that's, yeah. Was that the same one? Um, no, no the, those the, uh, are those are Mormons that aren't Mormon. the offshoot of very very obscure not right. Mormons. There is a great mm-hmm. uh, Rulon and Warren Jeffs documentary on Netflix right now. Oh God, he's such a creep. Oh, so creepy, so creepy. <laughs> Warren no Jeffs. No idea. He's the head oh. of the. Uh, uh, Still, technically, is the head. I think the oh. of the of the offshoot of uh, Mormons that believe in multiple oh. wives. Yeah, polygamy, and then mm. he also was recruiting young girls. It's really gr- a gross story. He's Super in jail. Gross. Is he still in jail? Yes. Thank God. But still, so, still running the church. Quick question about the Mormons. So the wives know about each other. Is, is that? What I'm Yeah, there's a show this sister off-shirt, wives. Though. Yeah, Off- yeah, not off-shirt. regular Mormons. Not we want to be clear about that. Correct. What fun is it if the wives know about each other? Isn't the fun Watch the show on TLC Sister Wives. That's what that, it's about. That sounds like too in depth for me. I just want to know what the fun <laughs> is. Why not keep them secret from each other? You know, the secret. American way. Oh, yeah. you. <laughs> yeah. Son of a god. <laughs> Ross, really I don't know. Are we uh Have you heard enough, Ross? Yeah, you want to call it good? Don, you good? Uh, kinda. John, everything okay? Yeah. I think yeah, I feel sure. worse. <laughs> uh, yeah, let's be done. I'm blasting you with that. I'm so sorry. Blast away. Thanks for listening to news from the Krabby Coffee Shop. New episodes drop every week sorry, wherever Mom. you get your podcasts. <laughs>